0: It's the 19th hole with Michael Williams. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the 19th hole. Michael Williams, your host, bringing you the best in golf and golf lifestyle week after week after week. Um, We got a really good show for you today. Um, We have... Uh, In addition to my way, way too late Christmas gift giving guide, um, which has uh, nine or 10 different suggestions for things that you can give to someone else, give to yourself, give to a few people, or just put on your Christmas wish list or your birthday wish list for the rest of the year coming up. Uh, But it is meant to be a Christmas gift list. I know we got it out here kind of late, but still people are still shopping. And you know what? Even if they get a little bit late, they'll still appreciate it. So don't worry about it. So check that out. Uh, Be sure you check that out at the end of the show. Um, I'm really pleased about the guest that we have this week. He is a guy who has won the World Long Drive Championship. He has set records, the Guinness uh, World Record, for the highest ball speed ever, okay? That should exist uh, or excite some of you uh, speed junkies out there. Um, He is a phenomenal athlete, uh, an accomplished uh, long drive champion, and he ain't done yet. Uh, He was in D.C. recently for the Capital Long Drive Classic, which will be on the Golf Channel. Uh, this week. It's going to be on, I believe, Thursday and and, uh, Sunday, I believe, Thursday and Sunday. Um, But we'll get to that the specifics on that uh, later. Our guest is going to be the one and only Maurice Allen. Um, He's going to join us and talk about how he does his thing, how he got into it, how he stays good at it. And I think really importantly, I'm really going to have fun asking him about Bryson DeChambeau, because Bryson is the guy, because of his distance and because of the ball speed and length of driver and that whole thing, he is, air quotes, revolutionizing the game. Uh, I want to see what a guy who hits it uh, literally out of sight thinks about what uh, DeChambeau is doing on the golf course and if he could survive in the world of long drive. That's what I want to know. So we'll have that coming up. Uh, Again, we have the golf guide. We have Maurice Allen. It's going to be a banging show right before the holidays. So grab yourself some adult eggnog, sit back, relax, and let's get to it, okay? We'll be right back. Michael Williams, 19th Hole, Golf WRX. Hi, this is Paul Montgomery, and you're listening to Michael Williams on the 19th Hole. Welcome back to the 19th hole Michael Williams your host and uh, you know there's this been a weird year we all know that we keep saying that over and over and over again but there have been a couple of rays of sunshine and one of them was uh, a little while ago when some of the world's longest miss people came into Washington DC to do something called the Capital Long Drive Classic and this was done On the mall, right next to the Lincoln Memorial and inside of the monument and the Jefferson Memorial, right down in my hometown of Washington, D.C. They set up a sort of a temporary stadium there for long drivers, some of the best in the world. I've never really seen anything like it, but you will get to um, this week. That's Thursday, December 17th. And Sunday, the 20th, you'll get to see what I saw, um, which is really some people who hit the ball. Uh, farther literally than I can see. Joining us now is one of the guys who was participating in this thing. He is by, according to his Wikipedia, he's the number two uh, ranked world long drive champion uh, in the the world. He is uh, an amazing athlete um, who won the Volvic uh, World Long Drive Championship this past September. Please welcome to the show for the first time the great Maurice Allen. Maurice, thank you for coming on to the 19th hole. How are you, my brother? Oh, uh, man, I'm all right. I don't know about the great yet.
1: We're working on it. We're working on it. Maybe one day.
0: Okay, What's with that with a small G. Definitely. Because Maybe you're working <laughs> on the capital G in a special font, but for right now, from what I saw, it's definitely the great, man. Um, this was a, a, a fun thing to do uh, with the the World Long Drive Championship, this capital Long Drive Cla- Classic in Washington, D.C., um, this is the first time the event has been done in Washington and the first time anything like that's been done right in the middle of the city, right near the monuments. Um, you got to get insight on how that all came together, especially in a year like this with the pandemic raging and all that.
1: Yeah, I think it was one of those things where <laughs> when you really look at it, uh, Justin Harrison is his, in his group and my brother's birdies, um, and, and a lot of other people in the DC area saw a few things that was going on at this particular time. Uh, they saw the notice of, you know, everything that had gone on, or actually didn't go on, but really brought to light um, after the death of George Floyd and, you know, really the emergence of the Breonna Taylor incident and, and, pretty much everybody in the world began to start to talk about social injustice. Uh, But, you know, these guys have been around forever, and they had a great opportunity to bring a philanthropic side, a community-based side uh, of the sport of long Drive to an area to mainly showcase to a lot of minority kids with a vast majority minority cast that um to make them feel comfortable about this game too many times when you have um people do kids clinics and they try to tell these minority kids oh we're exposing you all to all of these different things it's never someone that looks like them and that's the beauty of my brother's birdies they brought people together to inspire these kids but most importantly people that like the children who were patrons of the event and they did it in a time that you know, it was very tough with social distancing and all the different guidelines that are out there now. When you look at the world of trying to keep people safe and stopping the spread of COVID-19, they did everything to the letter. You know, people were wearing masks. Uh, there weren't big groups. People were standing six feet apart. Um, you know, they were making sure people weren't sharing clubs. There weren't any real high. There weren't any high fives. Uh, the typical stuff that you see with kids camps. But the most important thing was the message, uh, allowing the kids to ask questions, be able to answer the questions, also bring up some of the tough questions that we see in the world today. So it was, uh, I don't want to know how how much red tape they had to go over and walk across and everything else, but they definitely pulled off an amazing event.
0: Yeah, it really was a special event. And um, it wasn't a, a huge crowd, as you said, they can't do that, but we'll have that next year because we're going to whatever people see on tv this year is going to be spectacular to watch in terms of the performance of the athletes and we'll talk about some of your fellow competitors in a minute but we were already i think it was sort of a how can you call it a uh a dress rehearsal for something that can potentially happen every year in the nation's capital adding that to the tour do you do you see that and is that all signs pointing to go for that coming uh to back to dc in 2021
1: um, I would definitely like to see it come to D.C. again in 2021. 20, but I'd also like to see them take pretty much the show on the road, you know, make it a road show, take it to a bunch of different places. And I think that that's something that's needed. I think, you know, the amazing partnership that they did with the Advocates Pro Golf Tour and with Lexus. And I think, you know, just not just in D.C., but in other major urban areas where you can show these young people that hey the game of golf is okay it's cool because there's people who look like you who play this game and there you know there's kids all over this country that need inspiration and people think that zoom calls and You know, watching it on TV. Yeah, that definitely does inspire people, but there's still nothing that substitutes face to face contact or being so close. You know, everybody can remember the first sports game that they actually went to live or their first concert. You know, uh, if you were in if you're in the old enough era, I don't think anybody will ever forget the first time they saw Michael Jackson or Prince, you know, it's just one of those things that's something magical and special that will stick with you for the rest of your life. And I think having the opportunity just to have even those small face to face interactions and engagement uh, opportunities with these young people can go such a long way. So hopefully 2021, I mean, obviously everything depends on what's going on with COVID-19 and how the spread of that's going. Obviously, the vaccines are going out and when the world returns to whatever the new normal will be. Uh, And the travel restrictions are lifted and things like that. It'll definitely be interested to see how far these gentlemen can take this event. We're
0: talking to world long drive champion Maurice Allen here on the 19th hole. Michael Williams, your host. And yes, the first time I saw Prince was Purple Rain concert on my birthday in that year at the Old Capitol Center. Yes, the best concert that's ever been given anywhere. But we can debate that another time. Um, I love how you talk about the um, the event being. Uh, on, on the road, taking the show on the road, and that 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 brings me to the whole sport of of long drive because I think people feel hey, you know what I'm not going to put words in your mouth, so I know that I I sort of look at it as as sort of an adjunct to golf, but I mean it might even be its own sport that's played with golf equipment. Um, talk to me a little bit about what long drive is, how you perceive how long drive champions perceive themselves in their sport and how you got into it.
1: Um, For me personally, I would say that long drive is, whether it be the home run derby or the slam dunk contest uh, of golf, you know, that's the easiest way I would look at it. And it's action packed. It's definitely a sport that's kind of, for lack of better terms, the adrenaline junkie of golf. (laughs) and. So it, it can definitely keep you keep you on your toes. It's not one of those things where a person's hitting a shot and then you wait for them to walk two, three hundred yards down the fairway, then hit another shot, then walk another hundred or so odd yards down to the green, and you know that slow, methodical play pace of playing chess. Uh, this one's pretty much six balls, two and a half minutes, and you're going full out. You know you you know you're. Pretty much your outcome right there within a the three and a half minute time frame, hmm. and you get people really stepping themselves up. Uh, I got into the sport because pretty much one of my friends bet me I wasn't athletic enough to hit a golf ball. I had never heard of long drive. I didn't watch it growing up. I didn't know about the Remax World Long Drive Championships uh, that used to take place or air on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, whatever it was. I, I never watched any of that. So for me, once I got into the sport. Um, I was kind of blindsided when I got into it. And, you know, it's like most things in life you learn it's on the job training. You figure it out as you're going and you make a lot of mistakes. But then if you stick with it. You find you become a student of the craft and then you continue to move forward. And that's exactly what I did in my career.
0: Well, I did the friend who challenged you that you couldn't hit a golf ball know that you were an accomplished athlete that you played like varsity. You played football. You played uh, you had track and field, you played, vol- did he know, or had he met you or is this like a phone buddy or something? How?
1: <laughs> no, no, this is, this is one of my good friends. Actually, he knew exactly what I did. Uh, probably one of our, our most noted debts was I raced a police dog in a mall parking lot for five grand and beat the dog. <laughs> um, so yeah, he, he knew what I do. um, but we played all kinds of sports together you know he was in the golf, and I he had never seen me hit a golf ball. You know we played softball, flag football. We did a lot of stuff together, uh, but it was it was definitely interesting to see how it all carried out. But you know it's one of those things where you never know where your next step is. You never know what's around the corner for you, so yeah. you always keep your possibilities open.
0: Um, you know I'm looking at your wiki, and I swear you got to add that to your wiki, man. Raced a police dog in parking lot and beat the dog. Has to be man.
1: My- my wikipedia is so wrong man i don't even know how to fix that or how to do it it's it's like i didn't even know i had a wikipedia page so we'll start with that but then when someone told me about
0: it and i went and looked at i was like hey
1: that's not right but okay there's a lot of stuff that's wrong about it but it's okay
0: you know what we will work on that together okay this is my gift to you it is the season of giving the holiday season i will work with you together to get this thing right because there's no way someone like you should be having a jacked up wiki page okay (laughs) what all right on the on the condition that the dog story goes in beat the german shepherd (laughs) has to be on the wiki page man that is a beautiful thing um i mean when you talk about uh athletic um you famously said that uh um, long drive champions are the best athletes on earth maybe a little bit of hyperbole but certainly um when you look at uh long drive People and you look at and we can talk about some of your competitors in the championship that were with you here at the uh the Capital Long Drive Classic. You see, I mean, people who clearly have um, just miles of athletic ability and can do basically any sport they want and choose and choose this one. And that's sort of been justified when you look at a guy like Bryson DeChambeau, who I contend is not that good of an athlete. He's just added sort of weight and strength, maybe. I don't even know if he's a good athlete. Um but again, another discussion, but, uh, the athleticism talk a little bit about yourself and your competitors and the athletes and what type of athlete it takes to do long drive.
1: You know, honestly, so what type of athlete does it take? You know, it's anything, it's anybody who, I think it's a will of determination. Mm -hmm. Um, long drive is, there are some people who are, who are just freakishly skilled. That's not going to change. Um, but you know, potential, I'm kind of like an old football coach. I'd rather have someone who works hard than someone who has all the potential. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, when you look at long drive, you're talking about probably one one millionth of the golfing population. That's what we're really looking at. One one millionth. And it is something that I, I would say is you find people who have played other sports, They've had other walks of life and most of them did not accomplish whatever they wanted to in those other sports, whether it be due to injury or whatever the case may be. And then they found they still had to need to compete. And then they went on to something else. Uh, and they found this golf in some way, shape or form and ended up in long drive. Uh, Tim Burke used to be a pitcher. Uh, I think he went, I know he was a collegiate pitcher. I think he had a few MLB offers. Um, uh, he was at the Capital City Lone Drive Classic. Yeah, if you look yeah, at was. Chris Hall, Chris Hall was a point guard uh, in college, had the opportunity to play professional baseball. Uh, the crazier thing about Chris Hall is Chris Hall is 50 years old. That's probably the freakiest thing. If you ever look him up on Instagram, I mean, the stuff he does, he's probably the most athletic person um, that I've ever seen. Uh, Josh Dat- Jacks was a collegiate football player. Uh, you go on the female side. And you see the exact same thing. Mary Driscoll played three or four different sports, then got a college scholarship to play golf. Uh, Shasta Avery Hart could have played volleyball or golf. Um, She was good at both. Alexis Belton was an amazing golfer. Um, Cassandra Meyer was a world class junior golfer. So you're, you're looking at people who've who've played all different kinds of sports, and you know even though two two or three of them on the ladies side I said they were golfers, but they played other sports growing up as well, and they decided to make their focus golf, uh, and they were very good at those. Um, and you look at that clear across you know all boards. You look at the women's champ or the women's world record holder Phyllis Metty. She is a outrigged canoeer. Um, and she goes out in and canoes and, and does that at the world championships in Hawaii and things like that. Troy Mullins was a heptathlete. I can go down so many different people who have done, had other professional endeavors in sport and then found their way to long drive. So, you, you know, it's, it's such an eclectic group. Trent Scruggs used to be a bull rider. So you see stuff that's just absolutely crazy in the sport, but they come together and they, they go out and they try to hit the ball far.
0: I mean, and it is impressive um, what the uh, results are when you get athletes like this concentrating on hitting the ball as far as they can. I believe um, you'd had one time you had a a Guinness World Records long drive. What's the longest drive that you've hit so far recorded?
1: Um, So it the world record i had was for ball speed and club head speed um, well the Guinness world record was club uh, was ball speed uh, and it was ball speed with a three wood not a driver they did not distinguish the difference between three woods and drivers at that particular time um so technically i guess i still had the fastest ball speed with a fairway wood um and then they did not acknowledge me hitting the ball across niagara falls as a guinness world record although when john daly was attempting to do it they acknowledged, they were going to acknowledge it as a, a guinness world record well, um that's why i say my wiki page is all jacked up man i'm the only person to ever hit a golf ball across niagara falls on the planet um period um so, so yeah I, i'm stunned
0: <laughs> i'm stunned that i'm hearing this and i'm not reading this i should had i i should have known that coming in i did research and that's not anywhere to, to to no well
1: uh it's a it's a controversial thing um I know I did an interview a few oh my gosh, a couple of years ago now a year and a half ago I did it in twenty nineteen is uh yeah twenty let's see it would have been memorial day of twenty nineteen is when I actually hit the ball across Niagara Falls a few months after that. Uh, I did an interview and a guy straight up told me he was like, I thought that would have been a bigger story. It should have been on Good Morning America. It should have been on CNN. It should have been all over the place. And the guy who was running the um, interview said, wow, probably because you're black, it didn't happen. Wow. I was like that got that hit me in the that hit me in the chest about as hard. And it was a harsh reality. I mean, he wasn't saying it to be rude. He was saying it just to be honest. He was like, if a white guy had done it, you. Probably would have heard about that all over the world. He was like, and the fact that it's very rarely mentioned is absolutely crazy. I was like, eh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things you have to dig up.
0: There's <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. footage of it out there. <laughs> well, yeah, that immediately moves to the to the to the top of the line. Is there any video of that anywhere?
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it was documented. It was actually a, a ad promo that I did for Avis. So yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, you go on YouTube and you just. It'll probably change your podcast for a little while after you watch that. But yeah, it'll, <laughs> I've uh, I've accomplished quite a few things. Um, you know, my my resume is not on my wiki. I've got 26 championships, over 80 top 10 finishes, and I've won on every continent except Africa. Wow.
0: Um, I mean, it's, <laughs> a, it's And how, how long have you been doing it? How long have you been at the, drive, the long drive game? <laughs>
1: uh my first competition as a professional was 2011.
0: okay and in the i i don't know if we have enough of a a body of evidence to show what the arc of a long drive career is but where do you figure you are in yours Do you think you're uh are you before your peak at your peak um
1: you know Uh, ah you know i don't have an answer you know i'm getting older obviously i'm almost 40 now I'm the second oldest man to win a world long drive title. I'm the oldest person in the last easily 10, I think 15 years. It's definitely become a young man's sport. Um, And I I really don't know. My focus really isn't long drive anymore. I'm a person who kind of like when I was running track and, you know, Olympic trials and playing all these sports and people ask me, you know, why don't I ever talk about that? I said, well, it was a part of my life. It was a piece of it. And, you know, I moved forward. And I think at this point, it's more about now I've accomplished what I wanted to accomplish in this. And now what's the next thing that I can do to make a difference? What can I do to inspire? What can I do to make change? So, I mean, I've definitely maxed out. I've done everything humanly possible in the sport of long drive. Now it's just what's next on the list to to, you know, move forward in life
0: we're talking to world long drive champion Maurice Allen here in the 19th hole. Michael Williams, still your host, why they let me do it. Um, I, this is a site where a lot of people come and get their, uh, information about golf, uh, golf equipment. Um, how, how much of a gearhead are you and how much, um, I would say how much analysis and trial and error goes into your selection of, of your driver and, and driver, uh, or three would, if you may use one, um, how do you select the clubs that you're going to use in competition? And, uh, how was the process of them getting built?
1: Um, I only trust two people to build my clubs. There's a guy in Kennesaw, Georgia, uh, Jack, uh, Adams. And then there's a guy here in Orlando, Michael Kim. Uh, those are the only two people who are ever going to touch my clubs as far as I'm concerned. um, I don't really do a lot of testing. I find something it works and I leave it alone. I'm a big fan of if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, And then if it's working, I get as many of them as I can. My track and field career, I think I wore two sets of spikes my entire time. When I was sponsored with Nike, I was like, hey, give me 30 pair of these because I love them. And uh, no matter what the new latest, greatest and stuff that came out, I never switched uh, Hmm. until I switched companies and went to Mizuno. Then I got that shoe and I got, you know, 15 pair of those. Um, I'm not, I think a lot of times in life, whether it be in golf or in life in general, people are always tinkering, trying to find what's new. And uh, the only problem with when you tinker and you see what's new or what's better and all these other things, that means you have doubt in what you have. Um, And if what you have is performing optimally, then there's no need to change anything. Uh, It's not until it starts not performing. um, That's when you start to look and try to go other ways. But you don't search for things. Uh, You see it all the time in sports. You know, people win a championship and then someone leaves the team. Why did you leave the team? You know, it was famous when the Marlins won their first uh world series you know that next year that whole team was gone at you know hell or high water they should have done whatever they could to keep that team together and i, I know there's a lot of backstory behind that so it wasn't just that easy but that's kind of how i look at my golf game until something's just not working i will not change it at all mm-hmm. i don't even look at it i don't i don't care what the new driver the new
0: putter the new shaft and then, yeah i'm good i'm i'm okay i i hear you and uh, you know a lot of the players you see him chase uh chase the sponsorship dollars, you know, for, for equipment and, and you know, they're good enough to, to play with whatever and be world-class, but, you know, to get that, to get that final hurdle and be, as you say, to have optimum performance, you wonder sometimes if they're chasing more money than glory and, uh, is it really worth it? Um, with all that said, what are you hitting? Are you, what do you hit? Which manufacturer, um, for your club head shaft grip is, I'm sure you have some sort of custom setup up there. Yeah.
1: Um, Believe it or not, I've got a new set of. So we'll go with, we'll start what's in the bag. Right now, I'm hitting a Cobra driver with a Rev shaft. Rev is a company out of Japan um, that I actually designed that shaft. Um, irons, I am playing 14 Golf, which is also a Japanese company. You know them well. Play them three through pitching wedge. I carry a two iron, which is a ping crossover. Um, shafts, I won't tell you who makes them but i have some limited custom black lives matter shafts on my irons which is two through pitching wedge um and then i have wedges uh, my wedges are also 14 golf and i have a rev shaft in those which is a 160 gram shaft same shafts in my putter and i use a sick golf putter when i'm long driving uh, i use a rev shaft i used to well i won with a crank driver which was a degree head um (laughs) and now i have to laugh at
0: that (laughs) 1.75 degree head that's incredible
1: yeah (laughs) i've got tons of those still left over uh and i also have rev also makes a club head as well for long drive so i've got a combination of either of those two
0: wow and uh, what's the weight on the shaft in your competition driver
1: uh it ranges anywhere from 60 to 80 grams
0: Sixty to eighty. What? That's a big range. What determines whether you use one or the other? Uh, depends on what's going on that day. A lot of it's
1: condition based.
0: Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Um, and let's talk a little bit about um, the golf world in general. I mean, you see, obviously, you play and you're a good player. Um, when you see the um, the conversation in uh, the world of tour golf turning so much to speed and distance, and you know, the big story again this year was Bryson DeChambeau. And and his things. What What's your take on what he's doing and um, its its effect on the game? And he's he's seeking to change the game by turning it into basically driver wedge on every single hole or driver putter. Um, do you do you think he's on the right track with that? I'm going to say when a human being makes a decision and
1: when the human being sets their mind to something and they accomplish their goal, how can you argue with it? Hmm. Um, what Bryson's doing is obviously it worked sort of he didn't win every tournament um he won a few tournaments and it's it's you know what you saw with Tiger where he was potentially going to win every tournament or he won four in a row or five in a row that's never gonna happen again um so there's no magic puzzle that is going to you know, give someone the secret to golf hitting it 360 yards off the tee and having a wedge in, whether it be from the fairway or the rough and all this other stuff, you know, the beauty of this game is there's so many different ways to accomplish one goal. You know, if you and I are on a 360 yard hole and you hit a, iron off the tee another guy hits a driver off the tee and one you know you're 50 yards out the other guy is 150 yards out I hit a driver and hit it to the left side corner of the green and I've got a 60 foot putt and I leave that putt eight feet short and then you guys hit it respectively one person's three feet one person's a foot and a half from the hole guess what if we all make our putts we all make birdie it all goes on the scorecard the exact same way Um, There's so many different ways to attack this game and what you have to do is figure out what your strengths are as a human being. That's the beauty of this game is it's it's really reflective of life as a whole. Um, Everybody has different talents. Everybody has different approaches. Everybody has different philosophies. And the best thing you can do is learn how to stay within yourself and not try to be someone else. Um, You know, my interview before I won the World Long Drive championship, guy asked me you know you know what do you have to do to win the world long drive championship in 2018 i said you know be myself cuz everyone else is taken if everyone else decided to really view life that way and understand whether it be golf or their professional life or their personal life, that all you can do is be you try to be the best you and the most efficient you that you can be. Uh, Everything else will kind of go into play. You know, you still have to work hard. You still have to find ways to to get a quote unquote around the course or get around life. Um, But as long as you're putting in the work, it'll all come to where you want it to come to. What Bryson did was amazing. But did he run the table? No. You know, he didn't even make he didn't do well at the Masters. Um, but you know, he's, what he did was he decided to stick to his guns and he lost his way. He didn't try to go someone else's way. And he took a deep dive in himself personally. He believed in himself. He trusted in his process and whoever his team was that was around him. And they, they had a lot of positives that happened out of that. Can't say anything bad about that at all.
0: Well, let me flip the question around the other way and say, how do you think a guy like Bryson DeChambeau would be on the, um, how would he do on the world? Uh, long drive circuit no chance why
1: i love him great guy uh he's he's maxed out what you're seeing is him maxed out uh is that's just honest um you know world long drive i mean if you're not over 215 miles an hour ball speed you know you have to remember bryson's hitting a five degree driver he's not hitting uh The numbers you're seeing, if he was hitting those numbers with an eight or a nine degree driver like Cameron Champ is, uh, it would be different. Um, The longest person on the tour still to this day is Cameron Champ. I understand that Bryson has the average and he set the record for the average, but Cameron's not hitting driver all the time. Um, You know, Tony is an ex-long driver. He can tell you what it really looks like. His, His brother Gipper and then his cousin Ben Tuone is still actually a long driver um it's a different thing but you have to remember a long driver is trying to hit a ball within a 50 yard 40 yard wide grid they're just trying to find a piece of it a tour player is trying to hit a ball in a fairway but they're trying to hit the size of a serving platter right you know that's where they're trying to be so uh, a lot of people try to compare the two i just say view them as two completely different sports and admire and enjoy the beauty of both individually.
0: Mm, uh, admire and enjoy. I, I love the combination of those two. Hey, I love the wisdom and the information that you've given us here today. Um, give me your social media so people can follow you. Where, where can we get some of your, um, uh, your info and, and direct comments?
1: Sure. Um, you know, the easiest way to find me is Maurice Allen 360 on all platforms. Um, And then also look up Capital Long Drive, which would be on your Instagram. Uh, That's where you'll get all of your news and information leading up from uh, the event airing this week, but also what's going to happen in the future. And also My Brother's Birdies on Instagram and Events DC uh, on Instagram. Those are the the three things you want to follow. So Maurice Allen 360, Capital City Long Drive events, DC and my brother's birdies on uh, Instagram. And that'll give you all of the information, not only about me, but what's going to happen in the future with this amazing event. That's going to be televised on Thursday and on Sunday.
0: And that's a L L E N for all. Yes, sir. A L L E N. Um, well, it's just been a pleasure to talk to you, my friend. It's, um, um, really good to get to know the sport from an insider point of view. And um, I I hope this is the first of many times. I'd really love to have you back on because I think, you know, God willing and the creek don't rise, we'll be back to normal in 2021. There'll be a lot more things to report, a lot more events, a lot more special moments. And we'd love it if you came back here to share them with us. All right. Hey, that sounds really, really awesome. Um, I look forward to it. And um, definitely, we will get to work. I'll, I'll call you offline later, okay? And we'll get that wiki page together, okay? The work All right, starts now. that sounds good,
1: man. <laughs> the work starts that. now.
0: All right, brother. You be good. <laughs> Stay safe, and we will talk to you soon. All right. Thanks a lot. You got it. That is the one and only Maurice Allen. That guy is so impressive. I mean, as impressed as I was with the way he hits the ball. I mean, he's got a one-and-a-half-degree driver or whatever, and the ball – the, the ball flight is I don't even know like the, the, the apex of the uh, of the ball. And I should have asked him now. We'll get him back on and we'll talk more about the statistics and the equipment and um, what he does on um, uh, the swing analysis tools and things like that. But the ball is literally out of sight. You know, the, gr- the group of people, the most common comment that you heard amongst these people in the audience was like, where'd it go? Because <laughs> they weren't looking, they couldn't see, they weren't looking in the right place to try to pick up the ball. Fight they've never really seen anybody hit the ball and have it have that type of trajectory before. But it is massively impressive. But as impressive as he is, uh, in competition, I think this particular interview showed you how even more impressive he is, uh, as a man. And uh, that's something that's important to me. And that's why we bring you the guests that we do here on the 19th hole so that you can get the whole person and be impressed by all of it. You no, know? um stay with us we'll be back with more golf and stuff michael williams 19th hole golf wrx Welcome back to The 19th Hole. Michael Williams, your host here on this uh, very close to the holiday edition of The 19th Hole. Uh, Christmas is right around the corner. I still haven't given you a Christmas list. Mea culpa. Mea culpa. So I will definitely give you a way, way, way too late holiday gift guide right now. We're going to do it right now. And here's the thing. Uh, Nobody's really expecting or let's say, nobody expecting. No one will be pissed if you give a gift late. If you give one of these great gifts, you think they're going to say, you know what? I'm not accepting gifts after December 25th. So you can just take your gift and take a walk back to where you came from. Nobody does that, okay? They'll say, thank you. I'm so glad that uh, you gave me this thing. Can I please have another next year? So without further ado, let's just bang through this list really quickly okay what I give you is a general description of what the products are and a website where you can get them then you can be on your own okay and by the way this is recording so you can always play it back again and again and again if you need to listen to those uh, uh uh web addresses again okay so not in alphabetical order but let's start with the A's and Arcos Golf I have known the boys at Arcos since they've got their very first microchips and they have grown to be the gold standard in game enhancement tools on the course these guys will give you all the information that you need so that you can tell the truth about your game you can't get better if you're continually lying to yourself about where you are okay so once you get the information you'll get to know what distances you actually hit your clubs what you do well what you don't do well and hopefully you'll take that information and practice the things that you're not so good at so you can get better Uh, Arcos is having a special uh, offer on the Arcos Caddy, which is their comprehensive analysis system, which includes both the software to analyze the system and the uh, hardware that you need to put on your clubs. They have the sensors that you can put on your existing grips, or they have the entire grip now. So it's sort of a seamless uh, application of it. Arcos, go check it out. It's at arcosgolf.com. Uh, That's arcos, A R C C O S golf.com. Check it out. Uh, the next thing I want to hook you up with is Duca del Cosma. These guys are super duper continental Italian, beautiful shoemaking people. And uh, the the women's shoes are just like crazy. OK, we have like leopard skins and all kinds of things and high heels. They, they go nuts with this stuff. But the men's shoes are really just I love them. I love the men's golf shoe. And I'm going to give you the style that I like the best because I like kind of like this formal design that they have. It's called the Eldorado. It looks like one of the really cool, old, heavy last golf shoes from like the 1950s or 60s, you know, but when you walk on them, they feel like a modern shoe in terms of their weight and in terms of their uh, walkability. It's really a lightweight, flexible shoe that looks absolutely dressy and beautiful. Um, That shoe comes in at 229. That ain't bad for a premium quality shoe. These guys are handmade leather, the whole thing. Check them out for yourself. They are really sort of the it story, one of the it stories for golf shoes, um, the other being Royal Albert Ross uh, in, in golf shoes. Uh, so check them out at ducadelcosma.us. That's duca, D-U-C-A, del, D-E-L-C-O-S-M-A, ducadelcosma.us. Speaking of um, Royal Albert Ross, you know, let me just pull those up real quick because I have a soft spot for those guys. Royal Al. Bart Ross Golf. Here they are. So Royal Albert Ross is a uh, British company. Um, They uh, sell shoes obviously in the US, premium shoes and other accessories, and they are absolutely premium. They're golf gloves, they're golf shoes, very well designed, very beautiful. And again, these are the types of shoes if you really want to just have a certain sense of style, they have a certain sense of beauty about them. and, uh, again, for men and for women, they have spikeless, they have hybrid, they have spiked, they also have, uh, leather belts, golf gloves, bags, all these things, all of this stuff is of the highest quality. And they do have 20% off right now on e-gift cards. So you can give, uh, give by the gift card and give one to somebody else and give one to yourself. Check them out. That's us.albertross, A-L-B-A-R-T-R-O-S-S, albertross.com. Check them out. their stuff is absolutely gorgeous. I'm going back down the line. Oh, back to the A's. So, R-Golf. A-R-G-O-L-F. These guys make uh, everything in the bag. They make putters. uh, They make all kinds of putters. uh, 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 And they make uh, irons. Now, uh, their putters are really cool. And I think they may be known more for their putters than anything else. But their irons, I had a chance to try a set of these irons. And I'm telling you, they are kind of spectacular. Um, Think of the... These are forged irons and thinking you know, of, uh, when you think of, uh, a Mizuno, when you think of almost a, uh, a Miura, this sort of feel and craftsmanship is what you're going to get here. French guys who are doing these and they make parts for, uh, fighter jets for fighter aircraft. And uh, that's the level of precision and skill that they bring to the table when it comes to making irons. I tried this, set called the ARF-15, ARF obviously named after the F-15 fighter, um, they are about a thousand bucks and they're about as good looking uh, a golf club as you're ever going to see. Um, they like butter as they say, when you find that sweet spot on them, um, there's really nothing like not to like. Um, they have a fitting center at Isleworth in Florida. If you're down that way, uh, I do highly recommend that you drop in or you can visit them online at our Again, their clubs right now, I think it's about 10% off their clubs right now. So it's really a good time for a good buy on what will be a, uh, a very well very just a high performance uh set of clubs for you and uh, it'll definitely set you apart on the golf course you won't see a lot of people walking around with what you got in their bag when you choose our golf um one of my perennial favorites i always tell people on any holiday any day of the year 365 any day of the year uh, any day of the week and twice on sunday if you're going for luggage go for trs ballistic um i always think you know is, is trs really as popular as they say well when i went to the pro event and played the pro-am uh in bermuda recently when they uh, opened up the PJ tour to spectators and invited to go down there and i went to bermuda and i was on the same plane as all the pros who were out there playing or connecting in from houston and when you saw the luggage rack all you saw trs ballistic trs ballistic trs ballistic it was one of the few times you know you go to the airport and you think that you don't you know i i have to have a tag on my luggage to know which one it was if i didn't have a tag on my luggage it could have been anybody's any one of the pros because they all have that trs uh trs ballistics made out of ballistic uh cloth material handmade in the united states um they have an extraordinary guarantee for the quality uh for their uh products Um, It has their unique stacking train system. So if you have two or three pieces of luggage, they actually loop together and operate so that you can carry basically a month's worth of luggage around with one finger in the airport. Go to the website and you'll see what I'm talking about. Look, it's a little bit more uh, expensive than your typical luggage, but this will probably be the last set of luggage that you buy. And I mean, no matter how much you travel, I travel like a you-know-what and my TRS Ballistic looks like as good as the day that I that I got it. Um, it is spectacular stuff. Go to TRS Ballistic, B-A-L-L-I-S-T-I-C, TRS Ballistic.com, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, next, oh, so if you have the luggage for your stuff, you got to have uh, a cool piece of luggage for your golf clubs. I suggest to you the uh, Sun Mountain Club Glider Meridian. The reason I like this bag, because there are a lot of good bags. It offers protection, um, dense padding. um, It has the wheels on the back, but what it has is a leg mechanism that pops out like a rolling tripod so that you can, again, carry that bag through there without lifting up on your shoulder. You can carry those clubs out of there with one, just with one finger. You're guiding that thing around. I don't know how many people have come up to me when I popped down that front uh, uh, leg stand and just sort of gliding that thing along. They're like, where'd you get that? What? what what's up with that? Um, it's free shipping right now. Uh, it's a $300 bag worth every penny. Again, it's super uh, super durable. It's very good looking and ease of use. This is what it's all about when getting through the airport. Don't believe me? Check it out for yourself. Go to shop.sunmountain.com and get yourself one. Or one for somebody else. Um, Always a good solution or selection. Customized golf balls. Where else do you get customized golf balls? But my boys at Titleist. Okay, get a dozen golf balls. Get a logo on them. Get your name on them. Get a specific number. Get a number in a different color. You know, go nuts. They'll tell you if they can't do it, but most likely they can. Um, The Pro V1s and the Pro V1Xs customized are only 44 bucks a dozen. Come on, that is a smacking good deal, okay? Get yourself a set of golf balls. Where do you go? Where do you think? Titleist.com. That's where you get them. Um, If you are classy, then you would go to the website of my good friend and extraordinarily talented artist, Lee Wybranski. Lee uh, is doing art for um, uh, some of the most famous golf courses and some of the most famous events in the world, you'll you'll know his signs. You'll know his posters when you see them. Uh, he's got one uh, for basically every major. I guess for the last five or six years, he's got Ryder Cup posters. He's uh, got the, the 2020 U.S. Open poster is out. I believe the 2021 U.S. Open poster is already out, or it's going to be out soon. Uh, the 2021 Open poster is out. So you can go retro. You can go uh, back to the future and get next year's majors, but you will love it. They have various sizes. Uh, various um, uh, uh, levels of art. They have original art. There's logo designs that he's done. He's done the line, logo design for the U.S. Open at Oakmont, the logo design for Marion. It's spectacular stuff. There's something literally for anyone, and anyone who loves golf would love to have some of this work on their wall. Go to LeeWyBransky.com. That's L-E-E-W-Y-B-R-A-N-S-K-I.com. Um and here, the maestro, the Vogue. So if you look at who's winning majors, I don't know, you probably got a 50-50 shot that somebody has a Vokey wedge in their bag if they're winning something big. Bob Vokey is um, a legend with a capital L in the club fitting business. Um, on the tour, that guy has just won event after event after event. Um, he is now uh, the head of Wedgeworks, which is a customized uh, fitting his sort of shop, his, uh, skunk works that he's got out there, uh, in California where he's putting together custom ground and custom stamped, uh, wedges, which is sort of the flavor of the day. Everybody wants like the custom stamping with the fill in paint and you can design your own thing. You can absolutely do that with Voke. Um, again, you go to Wedgeworks.com, You can find that thing. Uh, go to Vokey design. I'm sorry, go to Vokey design. That's the best place or Voki.com, V O K E Y.com. That's where you can find that. Um, if you really want to go nuts, you can set up a whole one-on-one workshop with Bob Vokey. He'll get out there with you in the field, look at your swing, look at what, your design, uh, what you require in a design, and make that thing especially for you. So you can imagine having your own fork and knife set done by a guy like that. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to name a price. It's priced on the website at $2,400. But as for some things, price is no object. You know, you save up for that. You know, Cut down on a pizza pies for a year or so. And afford yourself a once-in-a-lifetime experience to get a short game crafted by the guy who basically invented the modern short game uh, tools. Um, again, go to Vokey.com and get you some. Um, I love music on the course. Uh, th- that's where I come down on that. Some people don't. Some people do. I'm polite about it. If people are, I'm playing with people who don't like music. I don't play music. I also make a note of myself to not play with them very often. Because everybody loves music on the course now. So you got to have a good speaker to do that. Um Enter the Bushnell Wingman at $150. It helps you unleash your inner DJ on the course. It's got a big, strong magnet that clips on to the the metal surfaces in your golf cart. So it's always uh, in reach. It'll actually pick up the signal. You can program it to pick up the signal from your GPS. So you push a button on the speaker and it'll give you your distances um, for your GPS. Ain't that cool? Um, You can also press press certain buttons and get... uh, uh, golf clap applause that sort of thing they make it fun and that's what music and speakers on the course are all about it's about making it fun you got enough power there for 36 holes you got a usb port for so you can power your devices because still there's some carts that don't have that why i do not know but uh it has everything you need and then some it's a great gift idea again this is one of those things where you get one get one for yourself bushnell wingman get one go to bushnellgolf.com and they will direct you from there um I think that's a good, that's a good list. That's, uh, that's 10. That's 10 good, good, good gifts that you can get, uh, from the guys. Again, I didn't go a lot into the prices and that sort of thing. Cause some people say, ah, oh, it's too much. It's too little. It's that. I need some of this, this. You know what? Do some work for yourself. But if you have some other, uh, questions or quandaries about what you can give and you need some suggestions hit me up on social media you know the deal um but i think this is a good way these are some good suggestions for getting something into your house your bag and also something into the bag of some loved ones that they really will appreciate you for and you know this christmas (laughs) as much as any other maybe more than any other you know it's it's a good time to show a little love right so these will show love in a big big way and i hope that they're a big success for you and uh, bring a smile to the face of someone who to whom they are gifted i think i got that right okay let's take a quick break we'll come back with more golf and stuff michael williams 19th hole golf wrx Well, that's it and that's all for this edition of the 19th poll i want to thank my very very special guest maurice allen what a talented and what a, a wise individual there's something uh, about uh, like the wisdom of the athlete you don't see that in athletes you don't see that in people in general right now anymore and especially to see it a you know, world-class athlete it does my heart good so um, that was the first time first of many and having Maurice Allen on the show he was really a stellar guest and I hope that you enjoyed our Christmas gift guide and got some great ideas and suggestions for uh, your gift giving season now um, uh, if you have any feedback on that you want to add something to it take something out of it you can hit me up on social media. How? I'll tell you. You can hit me on Twitter at Michael on TV. You can also hit me on Instagram at Michael Williams TV. Uh, you can uh, send suggestions, uh, message me. There's all sorts of ways to do that. Okay, I'm not an expert at all of them, but I'm sure that you know. So hit me up. Operators are standing by. You can get this podcast on golfwrx.com, where else? You can also get us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Music, and all the other places where great podcasts are hosted and held. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. We do it all for you. I hope you enjoy listening as much as we enjoy talking. Uh, We'll be back next week with another great show for the holidays. And uh, until then, I don't know, go out and, you know, hit some snowballs and hit them straight. But most of all, don't count the days. Make the days count. Michael Williams, 19th Hole, Golf. WRX.